0: I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am, and I get what I get because I live in beast mode. Stop being gazelle, you are not that.
1: What's going on world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success Podcast. I'm your host CJ, joined by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Phillips. The Bayesian sensation, what's going on? Man, I, I can't call it, man. I can't call it. And the hip hop preacher, Eric Douglas Thomas.
0: The nineteenth. Oh man, I stare in my bedroom. I hear my conscience call telling me I need it I need a girl as sweet as a dove. I need love.
1: <laughs> okay. Hey, I'm with it. No, uh man, appreciate y'all uh being back on solid ground and, and getting up this morning to do the podcast, man. We uh we are back, y'all. We are back, back in the States. Feels good to be back with our families. Chipotle! Nine, Chipotle!
0: Um, is back in full effect. Chipotle, Chipotle. is back in
1: effect for E! Probably Outback and all his other hear out back spots that yeah, he- I ain't Outback yet. Is
2: Chick-fil-A open yet? It's not. It's not. We, hey, we it's coming not. around the mountain though. I think it's the 13th, This
1: is. I heard rumors that E been going up there every morning <laughs> in the parking lot and just- <laughs> Doing his prayer walk and walking, talking with Jesus just in the, the parking lot of Chick Fil A, standing at the kid. wall here in my cottage. Is there call. any truth to that rumor?
0: <laughs> Telling me you I need that Chick Fil A like I need love. <laughs>
1: no doubt. Yeah, no doubt, man. It was um, good to be back, man. Definitely, what a, what a phenomenal trip. And of course, we're gonna get into that. But good to be back, man. Of course, we ended up. Uh, Coming back a day earlier than we thought, we were supposed to come back on Monday morning, and we ended up getting a flight back in Sunday night, man, so my whole family, you know, of course, my parents always come down when I go, you know, out of the country or just out of town for any length of time, so my whole family was actually out to dinner, and my brother was the only one who knew that I was gone or that I was coming back that night. And so, you know, I asked him, where y'all at? He was like, oh, we at the restaurant. I'm like, bad, I'm about to come through. So I took my suitcase, everything, Uber driver, dropped me off and um, I walked in the restaurant and like my brother was the only one. So my sister-in-law was there, uh, Candace, the babies, my mom and dad, and I came through the door. Everybody was just like, ah. So I felt like a superstar for a couple seconds. Hey, 15 seconds, and, um, baby. Man, it was it was great to be back, man. You know, the fan was geeked. Well, of course, E's wife, Diddy, went with us, so he probably didn't have a hero's well, return for his uh, teenagers man, and man. 20-sums, but Carl, what was your experience like coming back through the door? You ain't been gone that oh, long, man. I'm That's the first ever, time. Yeah. I did it a couple times with Australia, but this is your first time being gone for an extended, extended period. Yep,
2: so my wife knew I was coming back on Sunday. They just didn't know what time. So she Mm. had the kids. I don't know what kind of procedure they went through, but I'm talking about them jokers had signs. They had like, each of the kids Mm. had like a little board, you know, a whiteboard. welcome home, daddy. And I'm talking about walking. Well, so walking through the door, she told me I missed it because I took too long to get the, the suitcase out of the car. She's like, they was screaming and hollering. She's like, as soon as they saw the car pull up, but by the time I got inside, like half the energy had died down. But no, they they were geeked, man. Ran up to me, gave me the hugs. Now, here's the only part, and I realized, like, wow. So I made the mistake, and I pulled up, hey, y'all, I got y'all some stuff from Poland pulled out. Of course, y'all know my son, man, loves trains. I got him this little train from Poland. Uh, He got Mm -hmm. that. That joker didn't look back at me since then. My man, his next comment to me was, ooh, daddy, I love this train, but... Next time you go back to Poland, can you bring this one for me? <laughs> I right, was like, right, wow. Right. And then little mama I gave her like a little backpack with a teddy bear, and she grabbed that joint and just walked off. I was like, oh, I messed up. I should have held a gift for at uh, least uh, another uh, oh, day. Short-lived. Yeah, short-lived. 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 Oh, it's short lived. Yeah, short lived. Short lived. It's like 19 seconds. You <laughs> gotta That yeah, is
1: very short lived. Hey,
2: but I, I got enough. I got, a, I got what I needed. My family. No, just it, it, in reality, man, it was that confirmation that would eat the last T jam triple double like, you know, we did our work, everything went well. And then you come home to a family that 10. wants to see you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just amazing for me to just experience that that on the triple double side, man. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I just want to e,
1: how, how was your return back? Yeah,
0: the <laughs> yeah, my, 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 uh, I got a, a, like you said, 21 year old and 18 year old in college. So I, when I walked in, I just walked into a clean house. But I will say this to you, though, know, um, I had the opportunity to see Carl you know, and the kids come out, you know. um, Well, I actually saw them, I think before he even saw them with the signs at the door of the whole nine. And it reminded me of, you know, Jalen and Jada, you know, back in the day. And I just want to say to those people who are listening, you know, especially if you have young children or whatever age they are, just enjoy it. I mean, I'm being for real, like enjoy it. No, all jokes aside, enjoy it because it goes by so fast. And when I hear you guys talk about you know, um, uh, your experience coming home, you know, of course I've been speaking since I was, you know, uh, really 19 years old at the bell tower ministry, you know, and I'm 46 now. So do the math. Um, you know, so I, 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 I'm not going to say I, you know, miss it. Um, uh, because you know, my, my children are still in my life. Um, you know, they're not in that phase anymore, but I will say, you know, I, I just reflected on it when I saw, you know, um, Jesse and I, and, I, and I saw Jordan, I was just like, wow, I remember that season in my life. And so I use the word, I don't miss it, not in a bad way, I'm just saying there's seasons. And I understand that. And so I just want to say to people, like, you really have to enjoy the season because there are those of you who get caught up on, you know, I want to be able to put my babies through college. You know, I want to be able to retire at a certain age. You know, I want to be able to pay my hoss off. I want to be able to, you know, um, pay off my student loans. And, and, and while all that's great, what you end up doing is that you don't create memories now that you'll be able to reflect on later because you're so busy in the future that you're not, you're not enjoying the present. So that there is this, this, this you know, fine balance, you know, um, that, that we have to master. I do understand that. But I am telling you guys like that you can find that balance. Enjoy now. Enjoy now. And then when you do pay off the student loans and you do pay off the house and you do retire and you do put your kids in college, you will have great memories, you know, to reflect on. And it won't be like, you know, your kids can't stand you or your wife is like, yeah, you did pay off everything, but, you know, you didn't spend any time with us, you know, whatever. So I'm just saying, you know, just in short, guys, find that balance. Enjoy this particular season because it won't last. Oh, yes.
1: No. Look, I'm right there with you, and I learned my lesson with Trey. I remember, I promised you, I was like, oh, man, it just be so sweet when he can walk and talk. Bro, I promise you now, I'd be like, if you don't sat down right, and right, shut right, up. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So with little mama Avery, I promised, I just she just lay there, smile at you. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm yeah, enjoying it because right, I'm just like, absolutely. yo. You know what I mean? Now I got to, I'm talking about my man on 10. He all over the place, and so... Um, no, I'm definitely, man, enjoying it, and man, let me tell you something, man, this ain't got nothing to do with nothing, but my baby girl is so, she she's so amazing, it's like, I don't know, man, it's different having a girl, like, no I question. love my man, trust uh, me, me and no, Trey got no a question. relationship out of this world, yeah. but that little girl just turned me into a puddin' pop, I swear mm-hmm. to you, I took a video yesterday, she was just laying in her little cot thing in the kitchen, chilling with her mama, and I walked in with my video camera and she just lit up like a Christmas tree. And I was like, man, look, you can have whatever you want. Like, it's just, I don't know, them girls, man, it's something yeah, different. No and I'm glad that, sure. I told somebody the other day, I was like, my, my one of my boys, he, he ha- having another baby. And I was like, he got a boy, the like, first time like we did. And um, I was like, man, I hope you get a girl just because I feel like it balances you out as a parent. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like I'm like I like you only need one style for the boy. You know what I'm saying? Like I got one go-to and and, and it's working pretty effectively thus far. But with the girl, little mama, it's just a whole different ball game, man. And um You know, I really feel like it stretches you as a parent. You know what I mean? I'm not even there yet, but I can imagine just watching E, especially Carl, our kids are still pretty young, but watching E with Mm -hmm. Jalen and Jada and the difference and the balance and the way you have to treat Jalen as opposed to Jada and what motivates Jada compared to Jalen and, you know, just that whole dynamic. So, nah, man, that's kind of off topic, but definitely definitely on topic. um,
0: Yeah, definitely on topic.
1: With enjoying the moment, man. Let's get into let's get into the show, man. We this is a long intro, um, but we'll get into it. And I want to go to M I Trippin' Or. You know, we we back on it. Um, and, and this week I was thinking about, okay, what just from the trip, MI Trippin' or, right? And and the MI Trippin' Or is Am I tripping or every time we go international, do folks think we on the basketball team? Every <laughs> single time. Every, every single time. time. Okay. Uh, now, I'm, okay. Now now, 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 let me set the stage. Okay. Now, E and I, Carl, this is the first time Carl really joined us um, since Egypt, right? So, it's been a while since Carl been with us. But me and E go fairly regularly over the, overseas. So, every time we go, of course, you know, all right, cool, I get it, we bruhs, one. Uh, two, we in first class. So, um, there's a component there that you're not used to seeing black men in first class, but I'm saying even if you see a black man in first class, okay, I'm 6'3", Maybe you think I hoop, okay? Maybe like maybe I'm like a point guard, like I'm tall in the regular world, but in the league I'm like Chauncey Billups height, right? Like I'm not just super tall for NBA, but whatever. Maybe you think I hoop, but I'm knowing you're not looking at e thinking he a hoop. Well,
0: and every I'm single Spun time Man. we on the plane, somebody web, e- either the
1: stewardess, or <laughs> Webb. I'm talking about Nate Robinson, Spud Webb. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm like, what in the devil? Like, and and not did you used to play? Like, they'll say, what I'm team do you right play now, for?
0: This very second.
1: Right, I'm like, wow. So the stewardess, or it'd be like a stewardess or another person flying or whatever, it'd be like, hey, what team do you guys play for? And I'm never, like, uh, trust me, I know people are naive, but sometimes it does get on my nerves. I'm like, yo, we can't be businessmen. like. And then, of course, we are dressed in, like, oh, you know, our sweatsuits Jody and our ETA girl. gear. So I get it. You know what I mean? Well, we don't, don't have, maybe if we had the corporate old. look going, yeah, I don't get they it. might say, hey, Man, I don't are you it. guys going over to London or Poland to do business? But for whatever reason, it's always, what team do you guys play for? And am, am, am I tripping or we just don't look like a hoop team? And if we do, I'm sure we look like the worst hoop teams on the <laughs> I'm just
0: saying, see, I'm 46 years old. I, it's, you gotta know, you gotta know that I didn't play for 20 years. I played 20 years ago. But here's here's the, uh, here's what here's what's so funny to me, you know, um, and, and, and we're being serious at this point, but nobody ever looks at us and think you guys are authors. You know, nobody ever looks oh, at dude. us and thinks... You got, you have advanced degrees. You know, nobody looks at us and thinks you guys are consultants. You know, and, and but I'll be real. You know, that that only fuels the fire for me when I'm speaking to young people and this whole you know stereotype thing and saying, hey guys, look, this is what you know people believe or people perceive, and you just got to make sure that you represent. You know, what I'm saying and I was I was with the Florida Gators yesterday, and you know, a little, little, little piece. Of what I talked about was, you know, just pride, man. Like, you know, I showed a video at the success series of um, Tom Brady, and just really spoke about a lot of what Tom Brady moves him and motivates him is the fact that he was drafted 199. You know, the fact that you know he was drafted sixth round, and that you know there were teams that passed him. It seems like every team passed him a couple times, but that that didn't make him better. See it actually became a a sense of motivation. It became fuel. It became wood that he put on the fire. And I believe that every time he played a team, in his mind, it was almost like, you're going to pay for passing me by. You know, you're going to get the business. So, uh, you know, when things like this happens to us, we're not like bitter or angry or anything like that. We actually come back motivated to prove that, hey guys, it's, it's not what you think now it's not we don't have anything uh, against basketball players and football players you know we don't think we, we don't look down at anybody or say we're not no basketball football player we're just saying we want the narrative to be that yeah oh you football oh you basketball and the same way they ask that they ask are you an author are you a consultant do you have an advanced degree you know we just want it to be yeah. balanced that's all
1: and you know what i'm thinking about is you talking like for real you always say it but i never really put it in this context you always say like Yo, that's why I wear the hat. Like, you know, these kids, when they see me, they need to know that the PhD is possible looking like this. You know what I am Like, you don't have to switch up everything. Like, you already got what you need inside of you. And as you're saying that, I'm thinking, like, wow, that's deep. You're right. Like, even grown people out in the world, when they see us, don't expect us to be a certain thing. So the kid's looking at you, you know, maybe with the suit and the tie on, saying that looks unreachable, whereas with the hat and and the fit, It's like, yo, nobody thinks you could do it like that, but we are literally a walking example of, he just said it, between me, Carl, how many degrees do we have between the three of us? Carl, you got how many? uh, One, two, three. Okay, I got two, he got three, right? So, come on, I'm saying, we got eight degrees between the three of us, and a PhD, a couple master's degrees between the three of us, and we walk on the plane and they like, do y'all who? I'm like, what in the devil? Like... I'm I'm not even understanding that. Like, okay, if we are going to hoop over here, where's the rest of the team? One, you know and what where I'm do saying? the hoop at over here? Like, hey, and the hoop at over their here? in their though. defense,
2: though, see, we did have Josh with us in their defense. Josh, like eight feet tall, so in their jo- defense. Okay, this the <laughs> it,
1: true. Josh eight feet tall, but this the first trip Josh been on. And this, right, like right. I said before, it was me and E. And I'm like, okay, maybe if you ask, like, yo, do you play and you his coach? <laughs> something maybe. But I'm saying they walking up on both of us like, and not. I'll be honest, not just basketball. E, they have also said, "Are you guys entertainers?" Yeah. yeah. So I'll take it back. Singers or. I don't
2: know if you remember E, but we had the. I'm talking about TGIM. No, no, TGIM. We out here in Grand Ledge. Oh yes, yes. Out here, literally, like E's house is here. I'm talking. I could throw a rock to where we shooting from. And I'd never forget this moment. We out there shooting a the TG This is probably five years into TGIM and this lady stops by and she asks, Like, what are you guys doing? And it was like this weird, weird like question, like, what are you doing oh, yeah, here? Remember. You remember that? And yeah. she's like, What are you doing here? Mm-hmm. So we we literally stopped filming and started to explain to her, you know, we do we were a motivational consulting company and we put these videos out every Monday just to give people, you know, hope, inspiration. And she's like, Oh, okay, that's really nice. And then she literally stopped and was like, Okay, now really, are you guys like rappers? Like, what are you doing out here? And it was just one of these moments where he and I looked at each other like, wow, like we got a lot of work to do. We got to change some serious paradigms because like we just said, people just do not expect that from from for whatever reason from us. You know what I mean? And we just got to change that. There's nothing to be angry about. It's none. we just got to put some work in and change that paradigm.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And like you said, it's not it's not an angry thing. It's like you said, it's just let's give them something else to look at, you know, and let's, you know, do it, do it our way. You know what I mean? And so um, yeah, no, I just thought that was funny, yeah, man. See, like I, I said, I, I it's, just, it's, it would
0: have been better if they thought we played racquetball. We were racquetball champions. You know what I'm saying? Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> hey, I have been known to swing a mean racket from time to time. You know ping what I'm ball. saying? Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Carl played uh, ping-pong uh, very well. I played
2: ping-pong for a couple years. I, I could have done my oh, thing. Oh, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> oh, the Bayesian sensation. Let me tell you something. Carl's straight famous out here. Carl, people be bringing Carl, like, uh, Barbados sweatshirts, flags, hoodies. Carl got all kind of stuff. The Bayesian sensation is taking over, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I just thought I'd let y'all know that. In case y'all didn't think Carl was hot in these streets. Carl is definitely hot in these streets. But um, all right, uh, so let's, 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 um, let's move on past the MI tripping Or. Last week, man, what a what a yeah. powerful, yeah. and I didn't yeah. even know, but what a powerful podcast we had last week with Josh on. I got so many yeah, comments from people yeah, saying, wow, that was one yeah. of the best podcasts you guys had. You know, Josh inspired you with his story. Um, and just, you know, you see where he's at, man. And, and people were saying, wow, the fact that he can still trust and the fact that, you know, he's running with y'all, and, you know, family to yeah. y'all now. Like, that's just yeah. an amazing thing. And, you know, I didn't even go back and listen to it. I felt the energy while we were doing it. but um, yeah, last week was was a different kind of podcast, man, and I don't, I didn't, you know, we come into this and we got notes and, you know, I kind of, you know, um, think where, I know where it's going to go, but yeah, last week, man, was just, it, it turned into something else, us sitting in that, you know, hotel room just kind of vibing and kicking and I think reflecting all at the same time and um, shout out to Josh, man, who, like I said, is now in charge of our um, business and sales branch on uh, Breathe University And, you know, just also just to partner, you know, with us in this entire journey and, um, you know, having his skill set and having his personality, more importantly, you guys know how we do. Like, you could be, I mean, the smartest person in the world. If you're not a good fit for the culture of the company, you could never be down with us. And Josh is like a brother who fits in perfectly. Like, he would have his own story about what happened when he walked in the door, you know, when he came home from the trip. So shout out to Josh and, and the podcast from last week, man, and everybody who sent me emails, texts, you know, just everything, you know, saying how much yeah, the podcast Lil had an impact <laughs> <laughs> Hey, keep real La-Wan. quick, so keep,
2: keep Josh and his family in your prayers, too, man. They're being, I think as of yesterday, they were evacuated, uh, of course, there in the past yeah. and Matthew, so just, you know, of course, everybody yeah. else, but yeah, Josh reached out yesterday. Yeah, Josh
1: and them live on an island, so it's like, yeah, you gotta... Yeah, they, they over there on Daniel Island, and I think, you know, they, they probably are a little bit more exposed than most. And so, um, yeah, I think Josh may actually even be heading down to uh, Atlanta. So uh, if he does, you know, of course, we'll host his family here at the house. But, um, yeah, no, everybody who's in the path of that hurricane, be safe. And, um, you know, prayers up for you guys. But I want to talk about, you know, I, I, I know we kind of touched on it last week, but we were still in London. Um, But we didn't get a chance to tell you guys about the Poland trip. And I'll tell you just briefly, and I'll let E, because E was kind of quiet on last week's podcast, and I want him to talk about his experience um, in in London and Poland and kind of put some flesh on it. But for me, and and Carl, you can speak to it as well before we give E the mic. Poland to me was so crazy because you got to understand something. They don't speak English like that. You know, and for me, I'm looking like, wow, these people know. E like we're, in, you know, we're walking through the venue doing, you know, sound check, and people are like, oh my god, you know, just like freaking out, and I'm like, yo, they not like I can barely like ha- have a conversation with them because their English is so limited, or I should say, my Polish is limited, <laughs> ah, there right? Go, there you and go. I can there barely have a conversation with them, but they're like. I'm talking about all over E and just like, oh, wow, you know, and telling telling the translator, like, he changed my life and, you know, I'm just sitting there like, what? Like, we can't even, you know, it's hard for me to even tell the cab driver how to get back to the hotel and yet there's, there are people here who, you know, have been impacted by the message and E, I couldn't help but think of how you always say, like, body language and energy, you know, and a lot of that can be sensed, like, human nature is human nature and you can sense somebody's Passion and emotion and I'm like yo, you got to think a lot of these people are literally watching the videos For the emotion and the energy of it like you can't even fully understand what he's saying and even if you have it transcribed It doesn't have the same passion in terms of the words, so Literally they are getting impacted by your spirit and your energy, and I just thought that was amazing man It was just mind-blowing to see how they reacted to the message how they reacted to us when we came in and not even fully being able to understand the language so i think that was the craziest takeaway from poland for me carl if you want to kind of talk about your experience and then um e we, we would love to hear you about not just poland um the trip overall
2: yep um so of course you all cj got me on instagram with the mouth watering boy looking at the meat. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> me no, let me just tell you, man. I love what I loved about the trip was just a different culture. I mean, like theyre they're people, they respond to everything, but they just got their own little nuances, their own little things and and my, my word of caution to anybody that's traveling and see can co- co- co-sign this for me, but we learned one word in Polish, one word see say it for me.
1: Jkuyaya.
2: And that literally means thank you. That's the only Polish we knew the whole trip. But I'm telling you, watching watching people's faces after we said it, oh, it made the whole trip for me. I'm literally, you just say one word, and everybody, you know, the, you could see the the struggle before we in the store trying to find a couple of batteries for the mics and stuff like that. Can't understand right, nothing. Right. I'm talking about, the, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's it's frustrating. Like she's trying, we're trying.
1: Oh, it's, oh yeah, it's, we were playing charades literally, a couple times. You know times. what I mean?
2: But we end up finding it. But just literally saying that one word, Jinkuye you could see them them kind of melt, man. So just overall, just meeting people and just, like C said, just to to know that people, like I'm talking about like, I don't know, 30,000 miles away, how many ever miles it is. Like they're familiar with the work that we're doing literally from our houses, you know, here in Michigan, you know, as we travel, the videos, that kind of stuff. It's amazing. And, and we'll, at some point we will show it, but at the end of the event, they had all the other speakers, everybody on stage. And this one kid had a Greatness is Upon You book, and he held a book up. And again, he can't speak English, so he's just holding a book up. And then he points to the book and shows me a mark, and he's like, you know, motioning, like, can I get E's signature in the book? So I, I go grab E and, you know, come over here, E, real quick. Like, my man just needs a signature. He got a book. He's supporting a, our book from Poland. So he comes over to right, sign the book, right. and that thing turns into pandemonium. It's like hundreds of people hanging off the edge of the stage, taking photos. Like, he these. Like, I think you stayed down there, E for, like, literally probably 10, 15, 20 minutes just signing and taking photos and stuff. And it's like they don't speak English, like C was saying, man. So it's just amazing, right. for real, for real, that when you... You know when you are doing what you call to do, man. Like it transcends culture, it transcends race, it transcends language, man. It just it just goes way beyond anything that we could have imagined.
1: Yeah, no doubt. And shout out to Lucas um, yeah. for bringing us into Poland. Shout out to Ava and Sonya for the London trip. Yep. Who they they just were amazing. You know worked hard to bring us in, and, and they got it done. And both trips were just phenomenal. Um, So thank you to them for bringing us in. And shout out to my man Lucas. He came out the day of the event. He had one of the ETA shirts on. He had the hat on. (laughs) Uh, I'm talking about he rocked it all day long, man. We'll put up some pics so you guys can check it out. But my man Lucas was in the full fit um, doing this thing. So, uh, yeah, shout out to, to them for bringing us into Poland. We look forward to going back for sure. All right, E. Since you uh you you had a, a a brief absence on the podcast last week, the people ready to hear from you talk about the trip, uh, talk about London, talk about Poland, and um you know just how this trip was different. You know we we've grown quite a bit since you know the last trip over there, and um talk about how th- this one you know contrasted compared to the last.
0: Yeah, what I like to do, see, it's I, not enough time you know on the podcast to do it. I like to see. You know, we got all the time you need, baby. <laughs> you, know, you, do what you need a couple of hours. Yeah, I need a couple of hours. I, so I, we ain't got nothing else yeah. to do. So, so what I like to do, if you can, let's just have a, um, you know, just when we have time, let's just let's do an interview. Let's just ask a series of questions about England and Poland, and I, uh, you know, I wax deep. I do want to say this though, um, and I, we talk about reverse engineering. So, guys, I'm going to take this time not to really talk about my personal experience on the two. But as we reverse engineer, there are those of you who are listening to us, and, and you are. There are a couple of you that are at a place of frustration because you're saying, when am I going to get my turn? You know? And then there are those of you who have had a measure of success, but you're not satisfied. And you're kind of like, yo, what's going on? It's like, I thought I would be further than where I am now. And you, you, know, and you in your own right, you know, have, have some sense of frustration as well. And I just want to encourage you. The thing that I learned about uh, England and Poland is you, you, you reap what you sow, you know, and I don't and I don't know if I'm explaining it, you know, with the kind of clarity that I want to. But I do want you to know that if you're not being invited, you know, throughout the world or whatever your profession is, if you feel like you're not getting the contracts or you don't have the clientele you want, or you don't have the opportunities in in, in regularity, like, you like, yo, E, it's just not happening, you know, with with the the speed or with, you know, it's just not what I thought. Look, what I learned about England and Poland is you, you literally, if you are average, you get average opportunities. If you're good, you get, like, it's no, guys, there's no magic trick. There's no secret sauce. Like, there's no way around this. I'm in England, and Poland, and all I could think about was I was a high school dropout. But listen to me, when I say I was a high school dropout, the operative word was, was. Are you hearing me? I was a high school dropout. Like, don't think for one minute England happened because I was screaming and hollering on some videos. Don't think for one moment it happened just because I put it on a vision board. I literally had to become an entirely different person to get those kind of opportunities. And that, that's what blew my mind. What blew my mind was like, yo, E, what are you doing that a group of people who do not speak the English language are willing to pay this type of money to fly you guys in, put you up in the hotel, pay for you to eat. And I'm talking about it was me, my wife, Carl, CJ, Jots. like, I'm not saying E.T. we We were in different hotel rooms, guys. Listen to what I'm telling you. And so I just want to encourage somebody, the opportunities are there. Like, don't believe the hype. The opportunities are there, that that the money is there. Stop whining, stop complaining. It's there, right? But you literally have to become, and and CJ will have to explain it, you know, cause he's the levels guy. But what what level do you get to when you no longer have to speak the language But they still bring you in. What level is that? Now, I'm not sure, but I know it's not average. I know it's not good. I'm not sure if it's great. It might be somewhere between great and phenomenal. So so for me, guys, this whole trip was man. This whole trip was phenomenal because what it showed me is that there are no limits, that you cannot be stopped that the only limits that exist are the ones that you place on yourself. That if you are willing to put in the work, the rewards will follow, you know? And I think the other thing I wanna share uh, is just the opportunity now to be at a level where you can demand things, you know? Like, that's so liberating, to be able to fly to England and fly to Poland and have my wife with me. You know, I've been in this, listen to me, guys, I've been doing this since I was 19 years old. I've been, I've been speaking professionally for over 20 years, you know, and after, you know, let's say 18 years to in the 20 year span, to be able to take my wife, like to be able to, how do I say it? Like I didn't have to come home, you know, and say this is how the trip was. Now, did I have to do that, you know, in the first 10 years, absolutely first 12, 13 years, yeah, I had to have these experiences and come home with pictures, you know, but I can honestly say 18 years in the game, 20 years in the game, I can say that my wife is, you know, by my side and I don't have to come home and say, hey, boo, this trip was, and you should have seen this and this part was, you know, I paid my dues, I had that season, you know, and so that's the biggest part to me, to be able to make demands, you know, to be able to, for my wife to go shopping or my wife, to stay in the hotel room and, and work on you know she's a registered nurse so there are things that she needed to accomplish in her absence you know um to know that my children were safe you know to know that my children you know are grinding they're handling their business you know so um just a phenomenal experience and again this 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 segment for me goes out as a word of encouragement if you don't like what you're seeing you know uh, there's a song he said do you know where you're going to do you like the things you know uh, that that this earth this world is showing you you know if you don't you ask yourself am i average am i good am i great am i phenomenal and i'm telling you when you become you don't have to worry about the opportunity when you become good when you become great when you become phenomenal the opportunities you will see them start to change. The the the, the man. I, okay, not, let, let me just say this. See, I'm, 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 I I jump off of it. I was um, I had a contract with uh, the Florida Gators football program this year, and this was technically uh, my last uh, appointment or assignment uh, for the team uh, as they get prepared for uh, their game this week. Um, and this was supposed to be the last one, you know, I had a very, very, very powerful session. Coach and I had a conversation afterwards and listen to me, guys, please listen to me carefully. Coach came to me with a concern. And, and I said to myself, wow, Carl, here it is. After the last one, now coach has another concern that I could possibly add value. And I'm telling y'all, a lot of y'all, you, you own money you like you want opportunities like you looking for opportunities you looking for money you're not looking to add value and i'm telling you if you have value you're going to get opportunities if you have value you're going to make money your problem is you putting the, the cart before the horse like you trying to blow up and what do you do who are you who are you that you should blow up who, wh- what 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 do you provide what product that you ha- do you have that somebody would want to put money in your pocket And here's the crazy part, guys. Not only did I have a conversation with Coach, and not only did Coach have something else that I could add value to, what blew my mind, guys, was I I was brought in early that day because the basketball program wanted to sit down and have an extensive conversation about what do we need to do to have you work for the basketball program now. So at the end of this contract, guess what happens? Another door opens in the same institution, so just wanna, like I said, I I I wanted, I do want to talk about England and Poland a little bit later, um, but but I, I just want for those of you who listen, um, because you're listening to hear value. You're you're listening because you want to get from one place to the next, and this is why you choose this podcast. You are an entrepreneur or a business person. You're in sales. You have your own, you know, health club, or you know, you have your own entrepreneurship. Focused and you're trying to open up your own business or you're trying to get to the next level in your own division I did I didn't want to go too far on just my own experience But I wanted to share with you how I thought it could apply to you and that is when you become Better or when you become next level as CJ always says levels to this you begin to see the world around you Change, you know, so uh, yeah. see like I said, we'll come back to it later, but that's my two-cent man.
1: Yeah, no, I appreciate you sharing that, and you, you guys know Cantus. He said something deep yesterday. I was, um, he, he was like, man, I listened to the podcast, and you talked about, you know, how you were getting, you know, bum rushed, and Carl was getting bum rushed, and he was like, man, it was crazy. Like a couple of years later, and y'all had, you know, gone so far, you know, it, the brand was so much bigger, and he said the crazy thing is y'all didn't do nothing different, and I was like. Hmm. Like I, it, it really hit me. And I was like, no, are you right? Like literally we just kept marching down the exact same path and we haven't done anything different since we started. Right. And so that's what, you know, when we talk about for real, once we self-assessed and figured out this is what we're supposed to be doing, we literally just kept chopping wood in that same spot since then. And so for me, I looked at, London and Poland like, wow, when he said that, I was like, you're right, we didn't do anything different. And many of you, like I said, because you don't appreciate the small wins, you continue to switch up your hustle. And you keep getting 20% down this lane. Then you get 15% down this lane. Then you get 10% down this lane. And you got a whole bunch of items that are open and nothing closed, right? We just, I'm telling you, we just one lane all day, every single day, nothing else, one lane, one lane, one lane. And look, we in Poland, right? And some of you, for real, you would have had success a long time ago, but you went down it and you hit the middle schools and they didn't have the checks for you. And all of a sudden you said, "Up, oh, this ain't it. Then you started in network marketing and you went to network marketing. You put 20% in that and it wasn't working and everybody else was making money and you wasn't. You said, nope, this ain't it. Then you went back to school and you put 10% in school. You didn't get your degree. You didn't go hard there. Oh, that ain't it. And you're living an average life because of that. I am trying to tell you, we have done one thing. I've known 11, 12 years. I've known Carl 11 years and we have yet to do anything else. At no point did I call Carl and say, now's the time when we make our move into real estate. I promise you we've never had that conversation. At no point did I tell E, yo, now we can start this network marketing company. Now we got ju- We got to do that." No, every single thing we have ever done has been down this lane. So when I'm in Poland and me and Carl look at each other, I promise you, y'all know how it is. Carl got us mic'd up. And so we mic'd up and Carl can hear us from like, I don't know, a thousand feet away. And I was walking through the auditorium while he was on stage doing sound check, and I was like, uh, on the other side of the arena, and I was just talking to Carl in his headphones, and I can't hear him back, but I know he can hear me. Carl, you remember? And I was just like, wow, Carl. I'm like, yo, I'm looking at an arena. Like, I'm looking at an arena. A uh, uh, Thousands of people will be in here tomorrow, and I'm sitting here thinking, and like, I cannot help but think, that we got our first check out of a uh, vending school vending vending machine at a middle school like I can't help but think about that and I'm like yo How did you get here? And as we talk about how we got here, and that's why you got to come out to a conference. Listen, you have to come to a conference. You have to purchase the books because this is the kind of stuff we break down. And I said, how did we get here? And I said, for real, the first thing we did is we just did one thing. Like, we cut the safety net and we did one thing. like we. I promise you, we have the least diverse portfolio you have ever seen in your doggone life. I'm qualified to do one thing in this world, I ain't qualified to drive no bus, I ain't qualified to give you financial advice, I'm not qualified to give you parenting advice like that, the one thing I am qualified to do is tell you how to build your company in this vein, in this lane, and I promise it's because we stuck to it, and I swear to you, most of you would have been blew up, but I promise you, every time it don't look like you think it's supposed to look, every time you get 30% of the way in and the checks ain't coming in and people think you're doing the wrong thing, you switch up your whole swagger, you switch up your whole hustle and you quit. You probably would have been speaking right alongside of us had you stayed with it. Like I told you, when we started, I knew a bunch of cats that were speaking, who were sweet too. They were. I'm talking about these dudes could go, but guess what? They weren't willing to endure. We talked about it on the Breathe on, on You call last week. For real, we got on the track, y'all, and we just kept running. I didn't say we was the fastest, but I promise you, while everybody else dropping like flies, they can't take it no more, we're still running, guys, down the exact same. We, we ain't changed lanes yet. We have not changed lanes and so we in Poland, in an arena where they don't speak English because of the fact that we were willing to endure. And I promise you, if you were just stay in that lane and keep hammering that thing down, become successful in one thing, become a master of one thing, all these other doors will open up to you. We're doing commercials. We filmed a commercial for Goodyear that's about to come out pretty soon. We filming commercials, voiceovers, doing all of this stuff off of one thing, off of staying faithful to one thing. And I promise you, if you stay faithful to one thing and just continue to harbor down that one thing, I promise you, you'll be on a whole nother level. But most of you won't do it because it's hard and it hurts and it's a little pain involved and there's sacrifice involved. And most people don't want to go through that.
2: Hey, and what, what I'll add real quick, C, is so C's talking about it from the perspective of, you know, the brand and how we grew. But I'm going to tell you guys what it did for me personally. Like, I remember, I mean, I go back now, look at the first T.J.M. episode and I just, I'm talking about, it's like comedy for me to look like, what in the devil were you doing? Like, what were you thinking? Like, I remember there's one episode, he's talking about he's the common denominator and I'm trying to make the video look like a fraction, like E over E and I'm doing all (laughs) kinds of stuff. But what I'm telling y'all throughout that process, because it was one thing that I was working on, oh my gosh, I'm telling y'all, my confidence right now is up, man, not in an arrogant way, but I'm telling you, my, I've done it so long for for such a long time, and you know, done it at such an excellent level. Like I feel like there's nothing that I can't accomplish in that arena. Like, and I guess for E, it'll be the same thing. For C, it's the same thing. Like as an individual, like we watched ourselves go into the middle schools with the same camera I had, like you know, the little Walmart camera, come out and do a video from that. You know, start going into colleges, come out and do a video with that. Start going into you know whatever NBA, NFL, and start you know coming out of that, and now like she said we in Poland and guess what can y'all guess what we did we did the exact same thing we go to Poland we mic'd up I got the camera she's doing his thing she's networking he's speaking and we come back with the exact same thing that we did with the middle schools the exact same thing but from a personal level now I'm walking into that arena knowing that like for real I'm walking in there with I am Mike Tyson like we not we about to knock this out in the first round like I'm not even gonna get a drink we about to knock this out of the park in the first round absolute confidence like no no shadow of fear like i'm talking about and see see i remember c telling me at the beginning of the event like carl go be mode and i just smiled what he meant was like carl because again in the beginning I, I wouldn't go on stage like i'd kind of stay in the corner and try to shoot e i promise y'all paula i could have been speaking i was on the stage so much like the confidence that i have now what we're doing for me as a person, oh, I'm telling there's not an arena that I, I'm, I'm on stage with E in front of 10,000 people, I'm talking about he's there, the interpreter's there, and I'm standing right behind him with a camera. Like nerve wrecking for me, you know, six, seven years ago, like nerve wrecking, like, oh my gosh, I gotta go stand up up there. But now, man, the confidence that I have as a result of going through this process over and over and over and over, uh, Marshawn said it best, over and over and over, we gonna run through them over Mm -hmm. and over Over and over and over and over and we just keep running through them over and over again. So the confidence that I have now, man, is we could take on anything, anything,
0: Hey, I don't know Carl, that.
2: what's your confidence? Yo, my bad.
0: You know, I was, was going to say, uh, I don't know if it's illegal for us to play that piece or not. If it is, Carl, don't do it. But if it's legal at some point at the end or something, let's just oh, do Oh, no, it's legal. Okay. We ain't selling uh, no. it. Right, I just want. Me. I, I, I mean, because Carl said it and it was yeah, fire. Put, put that Marshawn, in there so they can yeah, hear For those of you who haven't yeah, heard the yeah,
1: Marshawn Lynch, gotcha. yeah, I love that clip. Yeah, go on and play it real quick one time. That's when
0: it just clicked in my mind that if you just run through somebody's face, a lot of people ain't gonna be able to take that over and 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 over again they just not gonna want that
1: think there's a deeper metaphor there
0: run through a face then you don't have to worry about them no more
1: yeah so that's it guys over and over and over for real that's what we did. I, I love it. Carl said, he, you know, he, his confidence level at a whole uh, another rate. And I'm saying, Carl, what's your confidence level in doing taxes?
2: Oh, <laughs> I'm talking about like minus minus 100. <laughs> uh,
1: what about what about the real estate uh, game?
2: <laughs> uh, hey, minus 250,000. Yeah, no confidence at all.
1: Okay, so what I'm trying to tell you is, for real, and I say it during the conferences, for those of you who came to a VIP session, I say it all the time, there is no such thing as a confident person. It does not exist. And you're looking at ET going, wow, ET seemed pretty confident. I see him on the videos. That's because you're watching him in his element. So of course he looks confident. Guess what? We used to walk past his classroom when he was in the PhD class and peek in on him in the PhD. I promise you it was not beast mode it was not beast mode (laughs) it was it was like it was pussycat mode it was like I'm talking about very tame now I'm not saying he didn't get it done Or that he wasn't going to make it happen or he wasn't going to get that PhD. But I promise you, he wasn't in there like, let's go. It was not that same level of enthusiasm. It was not that same level of beast mode because that's not where he's confident. So, of course, he looks like a confident person because the only time you see him is when he's in his element speaking. And you would look very confident if you would stay in your lane and stay in your gift. But but you look like Steve Urkel because you're doing something you ain't got no business doing so you look like a klutz You look clumsy you look incapable you look like all these things that you're not But you're just outside of your lane get back in your lane and turn into Jordan of your game Turn into the Wayne Gretzky of your game the Ronaldo of your game get back in your lane And I promise you will look like ET on a TGIM everybody will say "Whoa, What a confident person
2: if you stay in your lane Hey I saw a clip this morning, I'm talking about like 4 o'clock this morning, I was scrolling through uh, Facebook and I saw, I don't know how you say his name, Prince E or whatever, Prince E, whatever his name is, but he was talking about the educational system and he had this, I mean, you gotta watch the video, it's a whole different context, but what he said in there is like, how you look as a fish trying to climb a tree? He's like, how you look as a fish trying to climb a tree and then somebody tell you get back down the tree and walk down the street, like it only makes sense. The first thing you got to do and see is hitting at it. Like, figure out who you are and what you good at. Like, once you figure that out, then you know you don't have no business in no tree. You're not going to be sweet trying to climb a tree. Like, it don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Figure out who you are, what you good at, and then you beast that ocean. Ain't no shark in the ocean could catch you. You could be a goldfish, but that's your lane. You in that ocean and you doing your thing. It don't make sense. You a fish trying to climb a tree.
1: Mmm. Yep. No, and that's the self-assessed piece that we talk about. And that's why, um, you know, we continue to harp on it for those of you out there, because man, once you get in that lane, it feels so sweet, man. We are doing what we were born to do.
0: Okay, guys, I gotta add this. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not, I'm not debating with C. I'm not saying that, you know, C is not, you know, telling the truth when he says, all we did was continue to do what we did. Like, definitely, that's right. But I want to build on that because there are those of you who listen to us You know, and this is no disrespect, but in terms of critical thinking, you know, you might not necessarily be able to think through what CJ is saying. And you're just hearing on the surface, they just did the same thing, they just did the same thing. All I gotta do is do the same thing. Listen to me very, very closely. Listen to me very, very closely. Not only did we do the same thing, we we grew as individuals as we were doing the same thing. This is important, guys. Because if both of us are doing the exact same thing, what's the gap? Like, how does one person get to become number one in what they do and the other person is number 20 in what they do? And to me, it has a lot to do with, are you growing in that process of doing the same thing? Because what CJ didn't say was that we were the exact same person in an exact same place doing the exact same things. That's not what he said. He didn't say, we did the same thing, and in 2016, we were who we were in 2014. He didn't say that. He didn't say, we did the exact same thing, you know, and we are the exact same person in terms of where we are in our craft. So listen to me very carefully, guys. I'm not the same person. I cannot explain to you how painful this process has been. You understand me? This process has been grueling. And I'm gonna give you an example. I, I I I'm a high school dropout. Bottom line, you know, uh, I'm I'm blue collar all day. I don't like the etiquette class, the 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 um, salad fork, the soup spoon, you know, the dessert. Like I'm I'm like look y'all y'all gotta hear me. I'm keeping it 100. Like I left home for good when I was 16. I left home. Now I I we never talked about the fact that that wasn't the first time I ran away. When you leave home at 16 years old and you raise yourself, you're not the most refined person in the world. Do you understand that The I, I work at a major university? Do you understand when I travel to places like England? You know how aristocrat England is? Like, do you understand, like, that that's a kingdom. That's not America, it's not a democracy. Like, that's a different level. So do you understand that I've literally had to become somebody that and understand what I mean—that I'm not. Do you know how much compromising I have to do? Do you understand how I, how I how I have to transform? How much reformation I have to go through when I go from place to place? Do you understand in terms of language when I get in that sound booth and I have to do um, a voiceover? Like, look—you got to get it. There's some people who do voiceover work, and for them, it's like, okay, you've never done this before. So, so, so it's a new world. So these are some of the things that you have to do. But the learning curve for them is not as steep as it, as it is for me. It's not that they have a problem with enunciation. It's not that they didn't finish school. It's just that voiceover work is new to them. So they have to become familiar with like the studio and working in the studio. It's a total different beast for me like my the learning curve i'm so behind in so many things when you talk about this arena now you start talking about going you know to schools in the hood going to prisons you know you start talking about you, you know just certain things like yo that's my lane but i am forced to live in a world that i didn't grow up in i didn't grow up in academia I didn't grow up with the, like I said, we, my mom at my house, we, I, you know, we blue collar. Ain't nobody had no um, um, uh, place, uh, uh, what do you call it? like uh, um, uh, Place silverware, so like, we didn't do all of that. Yeah, we didn't do that. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying that's not where I come from. I slept in abandoned buildings, y'all. I ate out of trash cans. Like, this ain't something I'm making up. So what you don't hear when you hear, oh, he lived in abandoned buildings. That meant when I wasn't going to school, when I wasn't in certain environments, I wasn't, I was I, the, the reinforcement of those values and that culture, I wasn't getting that stuff. So I'm behind, for real, for real, in a whole nother way. So you gotta understand that who I am from year to year, y'all. Like I'm, I'm, I'm studying the American Revolution. I'm studying the French Revolution. Like I didn't catch that stuff when I was 16 and 17 years old. I, 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 I wasn't doing those, that type of homework or research. I'm studying Einstein now and understanding the difference between uh, 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 intellect, that you can't measure you know, intellect in one way. Like, I'm just getting this stuff. So my, 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 my diction has had to change. Um, I'm still learning. Like, I was doing something the other day, CJ, and I was like, yo, E, it's not an issue of being smart or dumb, y'all. There's a certain level of detail that I don't give certain things just because I wasn't in the classroom like that. You know, so there are times when I'm like, yo, it's not that you can't say a word, it don't have nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with, I shut down when I was in school. So as an adult, it's just certain details that I'm not necessarily given to because that's not my thing. So I'm going off on a tangent, but I need y'all to hear what I'm saying. When CJ said we kept doing the same thing over and over again, yes, we do but we're in the lab with that thing. We sleep with this thing. You understand me? We think about it all day. Our wives have to shut us off. We have to shut each other off. We we, we, we analyze this thing. We dissect this thing. We, we, We tear it down. We build it up and we deconstruct it again. And we go it over and over and over and over and over. And we see things that we didn't see before. We see patterns, we recognize things that we didn't necessarily recognize before. And then we make the adjustment. And part of making an adjustment means that I have to become a different person. So I don't say this a lot, but don't get it twisted. This is hard for ET, this ain't how I grew up. And then you have people who correct you and and I, I wanna use the word uh, properly, but people chastise you and, and tell you to grow in areas, it's like, for real, I'm swimming my whole life, and then I come on land, and you've been on land your whole life, and you're trying to tell me that these are the things that I need to do, right, because you've been on land your whole life, but if I bet you if we get in the water, you're not going to be as sweet as me, so I've been asked to be on land a lot of times, guys, when I grew up in water, but I can't make excuses, or I can't, you know, say... Well, hey, come in my world. I bet you couldn't survive in my world because they're not gonna come in my world. But I, I, I'm in their world and I gotta compete in their world. So I'm telling y'all, listen to what CJ's saying. We're we doing the exact same thing, not because we're stupid or dumb. We're doing the exact same thing because we wanna learn it. We wanna become one with it. We wanna be intimate with what we do so that we can produce on the level that even blows our minds, so like I said, I'm not taking away from what CJ said, I'm just adding to and trying to make the connection that we are, Carl is not, listen to me man, This we don't have time on this doggone podcast. When I tell y'all Carl is not the dude that I met 10 years ago, I promise you, CJ, I promise you he's not the same dude I met 11, 12 years ago. They are different humans, and as a result of being different humans, we're getting different results, y'all. Mm.
1: Well, yeah, that puts a cap well, on that. We, I, don't, I don't have we, nothing to say. At nothing. Um, <laughs> let's move into Ask ET. Ask ET is brought to you by breatheuniversity.com. Go check out Breathe University. You guys know what it is. We got the big dog Josh on there. We got our call. Matter of fact, we're recording this Thursday morning. Um, so we got our call tonight, 6 p.m. We'd love to see you on the call, man. It's um, th- These calls been electric. Uh, Just the the, the influence and the network that you build just by becoming a part of our community is insane. So we would love to see you at Breathe University. Uh, For those of you thinking about getting in, stop thinking about it, just do it um half off uh the, your first month with the cr- promo code bu special right carl still use it yeah, still
2: use it but i'm going deeper see like i'm going uh money back guarantee i'm like yo just try it for a month if you don't like it we yeah, give man. your money back stop, like, yeah, like stop playing let's stop playing, nah, 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 uh, stop playing. Yeah, like whichever package you want you join it yeah. today I promise you, if you don't like it in thirty days, I give you your whole money back. No questions asked. Y'all hearing it live on the hey, podcast? No questions asked.
1: I'm li- I'm laughing because he just said Carl's a whole different person than the person I met. <laughs> Carl just making, deci- making <laughs> decision, making bold decisions. I ain't that's the first I'm hearing of <laughs> oh, it. I'm like,
2: praise God. God. Like, God. Yeah, no, yeah I'm, Carl. I'm, like, look, I give you I your just money back personally See, only because again, oh, people, I'm not people mad at play, you. man, and I'm telling you what we're seeing, not from us. We've lived this. We've done this. We know it works. But what, the people that we're helping and we're watching from week to week grow and change their lives, man, you tripping. Like, you're tripping. Oh, like, let yeah, Let me just nah, be blunt. You nah. tripping. Like, don't don't play.
1: Hey, But I love what Josh said when we was at the conference. Josh was like, you might want to get in now because I promise you the price is Absolutely. going to I i am just saying. 99. He's like, it's going yeah. to come yeah. to a point where, for real, 199 you know, $99, 19, you, you ain't going to be able to get uh-huh. it for so this. Hey, you get it now. Hey, watch this, and though. I, and I told y'all.
0: Hey, watch this hey, scene. And I love it. I ain't never wanted it in hey. 1999. So you know I can't wait for us to get off that 1999. <laughs> no, no My no stuff doubt, went way more No doubt. No, more I than feel you. And like I
1: said, shoot, I looked around. Hey, we did some price comparisons. I promise yep. you, no, we but, it away. Um, you. We giving it away. We giving it away. Now you want to go spend seven grand. And um, get information that I promise you ain't gonna be as sweet. Then go for it. But I'm telling you, we got um, a insane product, man. man. Seven grams. Hey, the, the the thank God I'm married is is in full effect. We we running with the thank God I'm married now. Um, we, we got a bunch of stuff. Just check us out. We got, we ain't got time. We gotta go. Um, so real quick, let's jump into Ask Et. Shoot, I have my questions pulled up and I lost them, y'all. Okay, here we go. Um, Stephen in L.A. wants to know, Et. I read the secret to success. Um, loved it. He said, you talked about uh, having a team before Carl and CJ. What's the difference between your old team and the team you have now?
0: Bro, that's a different podcast, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a different podcast.
1: Okay, let, let, we'll move yeah, on. Yeah, then. Hey, we, hey, we'll
0: answer that at, at a, at a, for a podcast, but I will say this to you. Um, it's like asking what's the difference between the team that Michael Jordan was on when he first was with the Bulls. And when he got Scottie Pippen, a Dennis Rodman, you know, uh, a Paxton, you know, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's it, hey, ask me at the end of this season what was like having Kevin Durant with the Golden State Warriors. What was the difference well, with them or without him? So, yeah, 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 that's 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 my answer, see, and I'm sticking with
1: it. Oh, man, speaking of which, oh, huh, I forgot. I, you know, I didn't forget he was on the Warriors, but I forgot. Oh, you're yeah, unthinkable. And about I just that, seen yeah. him in the jersey the other day, and I was like, yeah. whoa. This could very well get ugly. I'm like, quick! Quick! Ah, uh, I saw. Quick.
2: See, I saw a, quick, a couple of highlights of one of the preseason games against the Clippers, and let me just let y'all know, it was ugly. Mm. One twenty to seventy five was the final score.
1: Oh yeah, no. Nah, yeah. It was ugly. Yeah. It, ugly. It's, it's preseason, so you never know. Half. You know, everybody ain't playing, right. but oh, still. For sure. Yeah, no, nah, that that's yeah. some firepower that you ain't. Um, that you're gonna be uh, hard pressed to deal with. And shout out to my lions for being disgustingly terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I you no, know, I mean, no, no, no. Look, I'm so, I'm so tired of it, man. I promise you. And I, and you. I try, you Finally. know, I try to be Finally. diplomatic. I promise you. I, I am. I'm get, It's like I only, I can only take so much punishment as a fan. I've been a fan my entire life. I am so tired of the Lions being sorry. We lost to the Bears. Now, no disrespect to the Bears, but they had like a third string QB, a tenth string running back and still beat us. Now, I did not watch the game. Thank God we were in Poland or wherever we were. I missed the last two games, right? So I'm not even tripping. I didn't even watch it. But I'm saying to come back after I talked to you, after I had the nerve. To come on here week one and say maybe we changing the culture. And I don't care. I, I just don't even care. If the Lions, I know we've got friends that are on the team. I don't care. Y'all are terrible, and it's disgusting to watch, and it's unfair for the fan base. It's unfair to my dad, who's been watching way longer than I have. It's, it's unfair to the Quinneys as a, as a family. You know, and I'm on some selfish stuff right now, and I don't care. Y'all cannot be this bad this long. And now I got to watch the Patriots go to the Super Bowl again. Unbelievable. Um, Next question. Don't even say nothing, please. I'm trying to enjoy my Thursday. Next question. Um, uh, Pamela in Eaton Rapids wants to know, how was uh, your daughter transitioning into college? Good question. That's the last one. We'll get out of here on that one.
0: See, let me say that. What you said about Avery, You know, just that feeling you got, I'm getting that right now with my daughter in college. You know and it, bruh, you you i love my children bottom line both of them you know but each each child has that thing that they do that you like i'm gonna say it that way we're gonna go positive you know <laughs> each child has that thing that they do that make you go you know and i'm spending 25 grand bruh. bottom line spending twenty five thousand dollars. let me tell you something man i'm so proud of my daughter man i told her the other day i said boy i'm just gonna be real with you this is why i fell in love with you at first sight when you came out your mama's womb and i was in that hospital room like this is why you know if you know anything about boom 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 gonna do what boom boom gonna do like boom boom don't need no motivation she don't need nobody you know i'm gonna buy you a car when you graduate or i'll take you shopping if you boom boom is like i, sh- I should have done my dissertation on her intrinsic Motivation. I'm doing this because I value it. I'm doing this because myself, self determination theory. I'm doing this because my self worth is off in this joint. And I called Jada the first week of school. See, she had an a English course. And um, I said, uh, um, um, you know, how's it going? Do you need me, you know, to help you edit or anything like that? This was a Thursday. Her class was Wednesday. They had the first class on Wednesday. And, you know, they have to do the intro uh, paperwork or whatever, the intro, you know, assignment. And she said, Thursday, dad, edit. She said, Dad already turned it in. I said, You already turned it in. She said, Yeah, class is tomorrow. I already turned it in. You know, and I was just like, unbelievable. So then the other day she hit me up a little frantic, like, you know, got that, 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 that attitude spirit. I was like, what's going on, Boo? She was like, Dad, I need help. What should I do? I was like, what's the problem? She was like, my teacher just gave me a two out of four on my paper. And I was like, what? You know, I say, "So okay, so what's the problem that you not do it right?" She's like, "No, nah. she gave me a two out of four. My paper was great, but we have to do peer review, and she gonna tell me I got a two out of four because I didn't turn in my peer review." And I was like, "Oh, okay. So did you turn it in?" She's like, "Yeah, I turned it in." You know, um, the young lady who I did the peer review on, it was her responsibility, but I saw her turn it in, and I was like, "Okay, well, bad." She's like, "So I'm about to, I'm about to eat like." See, I'm so proud of this girl. What, no, I'm about to call. She like, I'm, she, she understands, like I said before, my daughter has been fortunate to go through school and go through it seriously. She, she attacking at the root. She said, no, no, I'm going to correspond via email. I want a record of this. I'm like, you go, girl, you go. So she said, um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna write her a letter, but I want you to read the letter first to make sure I'm not too aggressive. So I read the letter, bro, and she was just like, look, I'm just gonna be real with you. This has absolutely nothing to do with my grade. A two out of four is not going to stop me from getting a 4.0 out your class. But principal is not my responsibility to turn in and keep up with uh, the documentation. Like, that's not my responsibility. I was told to do it. I did it. And so principal, I need you to do your homework and find out what happened. Man, why she sent me an email the next day, the teacher responded back, said, my apologies. I triple checked and you did turn in your assignment. Mm. And I want to apologize. You got a 4 out of 4. I was like, boom, boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? Uh because you because, you know, had it been my other child, I don't <laughs> know that they would have they'd have been like, "Oh, okay, 2 out of 4. I think I turned it in. I'm not sure if I did it or not." Maybe I did it. <laughs> you know, right, and so I'm right. just so I'm I'm just so proud of Jada because none of my children. And like I said, I don't say, um, you know, to be disrespectful To my wife and myself, or to my family, but we're just not necessarily, you know, scholars. That's just not our thing. You know what I'm saying? You talk about um, average skill, like maybe my, you know, my children might be a little above average, but they're definitely not valedictorian, summa cum laude, you know, nothing like that, you know. But my daughter is a magnum cum laude in, um, what would you call it, will. Her will is phenomenal, and I'm just so proud Mm. of her.
1: No doubt, man. No doubt. Boom, boom. Good looking. We love. It's so. It's so crazy just having her. Like she is Spartan now, and um, I'm just. I'm. I'm loving it, man. Watching the. You know, I remember her when she was tiny. So to see her as a Spartan, man, with that same. You know, and you don't change much, man. You know, she been like that. That's what's so crazy. So, um, shout out to Jada, and um, her first semester at Michigan State, becoming a part of that Spartan family. All right, I gotta go because I can hear my son calling for me upstairs and I'm uh, (laughs) not trying to get in trouble. So ET, get us out of here on a quick nugget of the day so we can go
0: and uh, we'll see y'all next week. See, quick, quick. There's no talent here. All right, I want everybody, you know, if you go to Google right now, you put in motivational speaker, you know, in some categories, I'm gonna come up number one, right? And I need y'all to understand, I ain't bragging, this is what I'm saying. There's no talent here. All right. There's no talent. This, my friend, is hard work. All right. I want y'all to hear that. It's hard work. All right. This is an obsession. Getting up at three o'clock in the morning, you know, going to bed late, grinding, being at Florida Gators, and, you know, in between, I'm doing my run, you know, going to prisons, high school. Listen to me, y'all, for real. This ain't talent. And sometimes because of the passion and the consistency and the team I got, you think it's talent. There is no talent here. This, my friend, is all hard work. This is an obsession. Talent does not exist. All right? All men are created equal. Some work harder in preseason. Right? And and, and look, you can be anyone you want to if you put in the time. All right? You, too, can reach the top. You feel me? And that's why, listen to me, and listen to me. And that's why I tell you there's no talent here. I'm not talented. ET is obsessed. I'm not talented, y'all. I am, I'm obsessed with greatness. I'm obsessed with wanting to be phenomenal. So if you're out there and you feel like I'm not the most talented person in the world, I didn't grow up on the right side of the track, I don't have, you know, a degree, I don't have money, it's okay. If you have a phenomenal will, You don't need talent. All you need to do is be obsessed with this thing. And I'm telling you, if you're obsessed, anything you want, anything you want to do, anything you want to have, listen to me, anything you want to be, I promise you, you can make that thing happen, all right? So, and and I got to be real with y'all, I got that from another obsessed dude, Conor uh, McGregor. Uh, who was a UFC fighter, that's his statement, right? So I just read what he said because I believe that just like him, I'm not tel- talented, I'm obsessed. So go out there today in your marriage be obsessed. Go out there in your job and be obsessed, all right? All my lions out there, go out there and see want y'all to be obsessed, right? Listen to me very carefully, whatever you do, whatever you put your hands to, do it with passion. And I guarantee you, There is nothing you can't accomplish and nothing you can't do.
1: Man, appreciate that, E. Hey, y'all go to iTunes, leave us that review. We'll see you next week.
0: I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul, with all your heart. You focus on this. And tomorrow will take care of itself. Oh, I promise you that.